And for Off the Block, I'm Vinny Lopes, and we are now joined by Loyola men's volleyball head coach Mark Holt says his team is driving back from Pennsylvania on their way to Chicago after coming away with two victories at at St. Francis, including a win today in five games against the Red Flash. So, Coach, want to ask you, obviously, a, a lot of volleyball today. How would you assess your team's play in this one? Yeah, this one was tough. I thought we were maybe sharper in some areas. Last night, we played NJIT tough. Um, and St. Francis, just a little bit of a different look, and, and we knew it would be a battle. You know, those guys obviously play hard, and, and they're well-coached, and they scrap and all this stuff. And so, um, I don't you know, I think our hitting percentage was uh, 100 points or maybe 200 points lower than the night before. But we kind of expected that. And so it was cool to see the guys respond. Um, we certainly had some opportunities to where maybe it's not a five-setter, but, you know, you give the bad guys some credit. Um, but I thought we gritted it out and kids kind of did what was necessary to win tonight, you know, just in a different way, which is good to see. Coach, last season you were without your All-American Sarah Garrett Solg. He's been back in the lineup for you now after a year off recovering from an injury. Can you just talk about what he means to the program and no, no disrespect to the other Sarahs that were last year, but just how much better he makes you guys as a team? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think you know, we got some good contributions at the setter spot last year, but Garrett brings a ton. Um, obviously, some of the, the tangible stuff, you know, he serves the ball really well. He defends at an incredibly high level. He sees the game and stuff like that. But a, a lot of it is, is kind of some of the intangible stuff. Like he makes the people around him better. Um, he's one of the very few guys on the court for us right now who have some good experience and you know, just know what it takes to be successful you know, throughout a long season. Um, you know, what it takes to really get over the hump, you know, um, to get, you know, to get over the hump of a mini final and, you know, into the, to the end of the season. Um, he's just been around and, and he, he brings really cool intensity, you know, to practice, to the games. Uh, again, I, I think he's, he's keeping guys hungry, keeping them fired up. He's been pretty patient and teaching a lot, which he hasn't had to do before. He was kind of the young guy and there's some old guys who are maybe bringing him along and he's, he's kind of, turn the corner on that stuff where he's doing a little bit more teaching and he's bringing some other guys along, which is kind of the nature of college sports, but he's doing a good job with it. Well, I'm talking about his, um, talk about some of his intangibles, but also his tangibles from the service line and East in the sites of fifth game. He really went on a nice service run to really help uh, give you guys a little bit of distance from the Red Flash. You know, how, can you talk about his service game and how, and how valuable that is to your program? For sure, you know, and he, and he was lights out night one of the trip against NJIT, and um, you know, kind of each of those three sets, it was it was pretty close. And then, you know, be it either Luke or, or Garrett, one of those two lefties went back and put together a nice run. And so both nights, he was really really effective. Um, he hits it hard, and that's kind of the one thing he always has really good ability to place it, some good movement. But he's he's got a little stronger and, and worked on it pretty hard to where he can. He's got some good miles an hour going as well. And so, you know, he's a he's a lefty pitcher with three or four pitches, which, you know, if it's a baseball analogy, you're pretty darn good. Yeah, I think he's, he's got some good stuff going on from the service line. Looking at your pins, Cole Schlottlauer seems to have picked off where he left off last year. Uh, what have you seen from his play these first couple of matches where he's, you know, just seemingly putting up 20 kills in 400 or every single one of them? Yeah, and I think it started with a five last night. Um, he was outstanding, and I think the first weekend he was actually a little bit beat up, uh, where he wasn't quite as physical as he had been maybe in the practice gym, and I, I think he started to show some of that um, tonight where he was able to be pretty physical, and then, hey, in the fifth set, everybody's tired, and you know, he hit 600 or something like that. 
um, you know, in, in a set where everybody's legs are, are starting to fade a little bit. And so the physicality for sure, um, he worked really hard on his game over the summertime when you know, people couldn't get in the gym. And so he jumped on volume metrics and watched a lot of volleyball and stuff like that. So he's in a really good place. And I think the guys around him are, are doing more and more to kind of give us, you know, four or five options on a given night, which is, is cool to see, you know, in an in early season, no doubt. And coach, uh, looking at, at your per, at the match today and everything, you know, um, you kind of look at, at your mills that they were able to run, especially with um, you know your outside tap besides Cole having a little bit of a down numbers from what they typically do. How important is it going to be going to conference play to get those mills going? Like we talked yeah, tonight. For sure, for sure, they were pretty efficient tonight, which was good to see. You know, we, we needed to kind of think through. We're still working through, you know, just kind of offensively. What does it look like? Um, you know, and where, where where do you feature guys? You know, how do you find success for guys and stuff like that? And so they're working really hard. They had a really good week in practice last week. Um, but the first weekend wasn't where we wanted it to be. This weekend was in a much, much better place. And, and, and no doubt, you know, we'll expect them to continue to improve. And um, there's some good competition in the gym in there. And so guys are working pretty hard. And, you know, hopefully we're all getting better together. You know, you look at a typical college men's volleyball season, you know, you're in non-conference match number four. You probably have, you know, you know, maybe about, you know, eight more non-conference matches before you get into conference play. But not the case this year with the way everything is, that you start conference play next week. So I want to ask, how valuable do you feel these four non-conference matches were for you guys to get you ready for, a, you know, a Quincy team that, that's always scrappy? Yeah, really, really valuable. You know, we weren't sure if we were going to get to do them either by, by mandate or just if it wasn't going to be practical to be able to do them, you know, get into Pennsylvania and stuff. And so, so shout out, obviously, to, to Rummy and his crew at St. Francis for hosting all of us. But it's huge. You know, we got to be, like, I don't know, we, we got to scrap really hard the first night against a good Lincoln Memorial team and have to kind of duke it out with them. We actually get, were able to get a couple guys in the next night. So, you know, so getting some guys from first collegiate experience, which is cool. NGIT, a really good team where we had to really execute a scouting report. And then you get to go five and pull off a five-setter on the road. Is huge, and so you usually you pointed it out. You know the non-conference slate. You want to get a couple of those things in your quiver, so you can kind of fall back on them as the year goes on. And we were real fortunate to get some good experience for some young guys, and um, and hopefully it sharpens our swords a little bit as we get into conference play. And coach, final question. We'll we'll end on this. You know, I know that you got to see Lewis a lot this week, and you'll see them towards the the end of the season where. Sure, both these teams are going to be really different, but um, of the other conference teams as well that you may have not seen, can you just give us kind of your overview of what you expect from the MEBA season? I think it's going to be really, really tough. Yeah, we got to see Lewis, and it was funny. Um, you know, we're not playing them until late April or mid-April, and so um, you know, we were watching them just kind of more curious as opposed to watching them and you know making some notes because you're going to play them in three weeks, and that, that part of the season or, or the the nature of this season will be funky. I think our league is really, really, really tough and just so deep. And, and you look at kind of the impact that a lot of teams are going to experience from the COVID stuff, which is, you know, guys coming back, um, you get some pretty packed rosters, uh, you know, packed of talent rosters in our league. And um, yeah, it's going to make it interesting, you know, old guys who, who know what it takes and, and have been around and know each other and, and they're obviously hungry. You know, they wouldn't have come back unless they wanted it. And so, um, yeah, I think our league is going to be a lot of fun, but, but really, really tough to get wins. And so I, don't know, I hope we're ready, and I'm sure everybody else is. So hopefully we're ready too.